Calling all parents and teachers. It's time to rep Kid News and check out some partner brands and products we think you're going to love. Since it's an election year, how about a kid's book on voting? Or colorful ideas for a spring refresh of that messy homework desk. Plus, there's always fun Kid News swag. Moms, dads, guardians, and teachers, go to starglowmedia.com shop to check it all out. If you're listening on a podcast platform, you can also find the store link in the description for today's episode. And don't forget, subscribe to Starglow Plus to skip the ads on all your favorite Starglow podcasts. Happy listening! Good morning and welcome to Kid News. I'm Tori. Today is Friday, April 23rd, 2021. And we begin with a Major League Baseball team pulling out the stops for those who've had their shots. The LA Dodgers announced that for tomorrow's game, it's reserving a prime section for fans who can prove they are two weeks past full vaccination or have tested negative within 72 hours of first pitch. The matchup is with San Diego and the seats are right behind the visiting dugout. Masks will still be required, but social distancing won't be, meaning you can sit shoulder to shoulder with your friends. Two other teams, the Padres and Giants, also plan to set aside seats for the fully vaccinated. Special seating or no, the enthusiasm many had for rolling up their sleeves seems to be slowing. Instead of having too few doses to go around, the U.S. may soon have more vaccine than it has willing takers. According to the Kaiser Family Foundation, that tipping point could happen in the next two to four weeks and would spell bad news for herd immunity, which is reached when so many people are vaccinated that the disease can't spread as quickly. To reach that point, health experts estimate that at least 70% of the population needs to get its shots. According to the CDC, only 26.4% of Americans are, as of now, considered fully protected. Go big or go home. That was the post from NASA early yesterday, celebrating Ingenuity's second successful Martian flight. This time, the four-pound chopper flew higher, farther, and longer, climbing to 16 feet above the surface, hovering, tilting, and moving sideways before snapping some photos and landing again. Four more flights, each higher and longer, are planned in the next two weeks. Not to be outdone, Ingenuity's host rover, Perseverance, is also grabbing headlines. Yesterday came word that one of its onboard instruments made history by creating oxygen from Martian carbon dioxide. NASA says that means science fiction may soon be science fact. Oxygen could be created and stored on another planet for use by both visiting astronauts and the rockets they'd need to bring them back to Earth. She was the right teenager at the right time, and she chose to do the right thing. Today, Darnella Frazier is being hailed a hero by celebrities, President Biden, and the family of George Floyd. Darnella was just 17 when she witnessed the interaction of Mr. Floyd and a Minneapolis police officer, and it was her quick thinking to record it on her phone that is largely credited with leading to Tuesday's conviction. Oscar-winning filmmaker Michael Moore tweeted, No film in our time has been more important than yours, while others think she should receive the Pulitzer Prize for photojournalism. And from Senator Tim Kaine of Virginia, she is a stellar example of how everyday people can be powerful in documenting injustice and creating momentum for accountability. 
The political tug of war over turning the District of Columbia into the nation's 51st state is back on. Yesterday, the House of Representatives voted for it, and now the bill moves to the Senate. Generally speaking, most Democrats want the change, and their party stands to gain two more senators if successful. Most Republicans believe granting statehood would require a constitutional amendment and are against it, and that's why it probably won't get past the Senate. If, and it's a big if, the bill were to become law, most of present-day Washington, D.C. would take the name State of Washington, Douglas Commonwealth, in honor of Frederick Douglass. He was an escaped slave who led the movement to end slavery before and during the Civil War. An area around the White House, the Capitol, and the Supreme Court would remain as a two-square-mile federal area. The last state admitted to the U.S. was Hawaii in 1959. A quick reminder to our Teacher Lounge members, please check your inboxes for our weekly word search. It should be there by 8 a.m. Now, today's quiz. Which baseball team is creating a vaccinated fan zone for tomorrow's game? The L.A. Dodgers. Ingenuity flew for a second time, and Perseverance did what? Turn Martian carbon dioxide into oxygen. Why is teenager Darnella Frazier being called a hero? She videotaped the interaction between George Floyd and police. If the District of Columbia were to become a state, what would it be called? State of Washington, Douglas Commonwealth. In one for the road. Yesterday it was hair, today it's hands. Amazon continues to reinvent the high-tech wheel, this time by giving customers a pay-by-palm option in some of its Whole Foods markets. The technology works like a smartphone fingerprint scanner, except this one is contact-free, something that's in high demand these days. Basically, it's like a fortune teller. When a customer hovers their hand over the scanner, the Amazon One system will recognize his or her unique palm print, then charge the grocery bill to their account. The scanners are already up and running in one Seattle store, and Amazon announced this week that they plan for more pay-by-palm stations in the coming months. Before we head out for the weekend, it's time to recognize our fabulous teachers and their students, starting with Mrs. Ham at the St. Joseph School District in St. Joseph, Missouri, Hannah Jenkins at Morningside Academy in Seattle, Washington, for bringing light to the pandemic, to Mrs. Lippold and her Golden Knights at York Central in Retsoff, New York, and Buenos Dias to Senora Guzman and her fantastic students at Foothill in Pittsburgh, California, and Mrs. Madrasik at Irwin Academic Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, everyone. Don't forget to take our Week in Review quiz, and we'll see you back here for more Kid News Monday morning.